it's a very uncertain time, and the main concern will probably be whether they're going to be able to reopen again. And if they can reopen, will they be able to reopen under the same basis? On a positive note, I'm seeing signs that the community are perhaps going to look to buy local a lot more. And that might be the saving grace for a lot of the businesses. They might get some new customers who will appreciate that, you know, a small business is a family's income and they may well shop more locally. I think I've detected exactly the same thing as you. And that's actually really, really good news for so many of these businesses, which many of them are actually quite specialist. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we live in a world where it's far too easy to just, oh, Amazon sell it click on and it's delivered, you know, sometimes even the same day. But, I mean, you're financing a multi-multi-multi-millionaire as opposed to helping a family, you know, just live a, a normal life. That's more rewarding in my book. What we have seen over the past, I think it's four weeks since lockdown started, the government making a whole series of announcements trying to help now, could you just take us through what these are and whether you feel they're working or not? Yeah, I mean, you've got the furlough scheme, which allows people to continue to receive 80% of their income if they're unable to work. And then you also have the £10,000 grant for small businesses that are exempt from the business rate scheme. And then there's a £25,000 grant, which is more for restaurants, pubs, larger food outlets, etc., I do firmly believe it will work once the money starts to come through because I know of probably three or four companies that have actually received the money and there's more signs that people are getting phone calls asking for bank statements and such like. So the money will come through and I do believe that when it does come through, that will re-stimulate the economy. I think at the moment, lots of people are scared to spend money because they're unsure as to when the next lot of money is going to come in. And therefore, even something as simple as buying a takeaway, they're not doing. I mean, we had our first takeaway in the four weeks just two nights ago from St. Andrews, and it was lovely and delivered very quickly. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that people are not doing at the moment. They're really watching what they spend so when that money lands in bank accounts, people will start to have more confidence about going out and spending money and it should have a domino effect across. But I suspect that what they'll do is they'll spend that money more carefully than they might have um, done before. There is that, but when I look at more carefully, I probably mean things like buying a car. You know, they might not go out and buy the 35 grand car that they were going to buy. They, they might buy something much smaller, but for things like spending in local business etc I think it will stimulate that. The trouble is that we've also been hearing about business problems with their own banks that the banks are assuming that the government back loans are due to have exactly the same criteria as a normal loan so they'll be looking for a lot of detail and business plans and so forth. Is that right and fair? That's right. They are looking for all of that detail and 100% definitely it's not fair. These loans are underwritten 80% by the government. So therefore, they should be able to be a lot more lenient in the underwriting of them. And I don't see it changing unless the government actually stipulate to the banks, which they should do because 
Remember, it wasn't so long ago that the government bailed the banks out to a much higher degree than they're bailing the country out just now. So therefore, they should be made to have a much more lenient approach in distributing that money to help keep businesses afloat. Because the last thing you want is businesses to go under when just a little bit of money will keep them going and they'll still be there at the other side. So it's a false economy to not lend them the money if it can save jobs and you've got less people on benefits at the other end. I guess it's rather hard to get the proverbial leopard to change its spots. (laughs) Yeah. Having dealt with banks and lenders for many, many years, there are very few of them actually have someone you can physically speak to or a common sense department. You know, you can speak to someone in a department and say, here's a situation, I'll outline it all. And you say, yeah, no, it makes sense. But the computer says, no, it's like a bit like the Little Britain sketch. (laughs) Some of the smaller lenders, your Scottish Building Society, for instance, they have a much more pragmatic approach where you can actually phone, talk it through, and they have rules, but if if you're 95% within them, they will make a decision. And generally, they'll go with it if it's a good enough business case. The group that I feel most for, because I was for quite a long time self-employed, I know of quite a number who are sitting there in their homes really scared because they have no income. They've seen all their clients vanish. And the scheme that the government was originally offering to them won't actually kick in for another six weeks or so. It's a really difficult one, I feel, for those people as well. In times like this, what you've got to do is sit down, get your bank statements out, go through them like a, with a fine-tooth comb, cut everything back that is possible to do, speak to landlords, mortgage lenders, you know, payment holidays are available on mortgages, for instance. So you've got to do all of that. And then if you don't have a reserve, you've then got to effectively either turn to family or use your credit cards, etc. You can always pay them off when the money does eventually kick through. Or if they're fortunate enough to own property, be it um, their main residence or other property that they let out, there are mechanisms to release money from those if the numbers allow. There's quite a lot of people doing that, actually, just to give themselves a cushion. They'll take £10,000 out or whatever just to have it sit there. And then once everything settles back down, they can either choose to keep that as a cushion or they can pay it back off. Is that a complicated thing to do? No, there's various ways of doing it. The most common one is a further advance, which is generally a fairly straightforward application. Typically, the lenders will require you to borrow a minimum of £10,000. So you need to have a little bit of equity in your property. So if you've got a £100,000 property and you've only got a £50,000 mortgage, typically you can borrow certainly 10000 plus all the way up to probably about thirty. Finally, what about your own business? Because I can imagine that with there not being that much money around within businesses, isn't that going to impact on you? We're relatively fortunate in that we work to live. We don't live to work, so we don't need masses of of income. But we're also fortunate in that we've been on the high street for 15 years now, and we have a client bank that's 20 years been with us. And because we diversify a little, people are all of a sudden interested in uh, protecting their income, taking out life insurance because of they're seeing people die. So we can do that and we don't charge a fee to advise anyone. 
in that field. The purchases have dried up. We had numerous clients waiting to pick up keys for properties, but that's all stopped. We had one get keys last week and we've got one getting keys next week if the situation allows, as in moving into an empty property. But we've also been through it before with the crash in 2008. So I suppose we've got a bit of experience and know that eventually it will get back to normal. And that's basically what we're hoping for. But I think we're relatively well placed to get through it. At least we're still able to work because we're a family unit and our administrator has been self-isolating for about the last eight weeks. We can still go in to the office and just lock the door and work from there. So it at least lets us get our exercise walking there and back. (laughs) 